Next time you're in a meeting, take a look around. The odds are high that you'll see your colleagues checking their screens, texting, updating email while someone's talking or making a presentation. Multitasking is often a badge of honor, but it leaves us prone to mistakes and can distract us from effectiveness. Multitasking as an organization can leave us simply with a lack of focus and effectiveness towards reaching our goals. So let's talk about focus. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Matt Faust Mashup. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Matt Faust Mashup. I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me today as we're talking about staying focused, the costs of distractions, and how your organization can stay focused on reaching its goals. Let's jump right into it. Why is it so difficult in education for many schools to stay focused on a specific set of goals? What are the pitfalls and sidetracks for meeting goals or for following through? How can we make it easier to say no to distractions, to good ideas, to make room for great ideas? And what supports can we use to stay focused? That's the topic of today's episode, but first I'd like to give a special thanks and credit to the collaborators who helped make today's episode possible. In alphabetical order, thank you, Aubrey Patterson, Chris Saldana, Daniel Bauer, Jennifer Farmer, Lane Walker, and Lori Harvey. I'll share more about these collaborators at the end of this episode. Improvement efforts and strategic plans almost always start out with the right intentions. But the action is where the wheels might fall off the cart. There are two areas that distractions can arise. Distractions in leadership teams and distractions on teaching teams. Here are a few causes for a leadership team to be distracted from focusing on the plan. Agendas from different stakeholders that don't align with the district or building plan. New but not necessarily better ideas that create divergence from the plan. A lack of data that shows and highlights the early but small successes. Or even pressure from local politics. Teachers often cite time as a variable that limits their success, but sometimes there's distractions on teaching teams. The focus on covering content on a predetermined schedule can be a distraction to learning. Even when teams know from data that some students aren't mastering content, the pressure and drive to push through all of the standards before testing dates can be a distraction. Sometimes school priorities don't match classroom priorities. Yes, that's possible. Sometimes the needs of students don't match the vision and direction of the organization. And 
policies can hinder, like a wet blanket, the inner motivation of teachers and the need and drive for innovation. Whether it's a school improvement plan, your daily leadership tasks, or your own professional growth. Here are a few power tips for staying focused. Staying focused on a strategic plan. Number one is avoid planning bloat. Keep your plans short with a limited number of priorities. I'll share a link to a template that'll help you with this in the show notes. Visible goals on the walls, dry erase boards, and all agendas keep them visible and easily seen. Use stand-up power meetings and what's your job talk. We'll talk more about that later. Design goals to be accomplished in the short term that lead towards your BHAGs. Here's some tips on staying focused and the daily grind. Choose your moments. What moments will you engage in today? Have an accountability partner. Plan time in your schedule for the unknown. Literally, mark in the space for your daily calendar for unknown events. And it's okay to have a do not disturb period at least each week. And then put away your phone. Anytime you're talking with someone, impromptu conversations, hallway conversations, and even during office work time. Let's dive a little bit deeper into the costs of not staying focused as a school, as an organization. The first of three costs is pendulum swings. I don't know if any other industry suffers from pendulums. They probably do, but education is especially prone to pendulum swings. Here's how it occurs. An initiative is adopted for a year or two, and then that shiny new idea, that shiny new strategy comes through and creates a major shift. Usually, it's touted as change, innovation, or doing what's best for kids. Sometimes the shift is an improvement. Sometimes it's not. In the law of averages, it's most likely to come out as a net neutral. There are two other costs of distractions. One is the power of small increments and the other is resistance. Let's look at these two costs and see how they really deter from school improvement. Ultimately, a lack of focus creates minimal gains. Even if you're changing and having pendulum swings towards good and great ideas, the organization loses out on the benefit of cumulative growth. It's like a savings account or a retirement account. We all know a small increment each week with minimal but consistent growth 
creates exponential returns in the long game. Pendulum swings create costs. In a savings account or retirement account, excessive stock trades or fund purchases create a ratchet of expenses that eats away at the cumulative growth that was once possible. So sticking with a plan, even if it's 90 or 95% is better than changing plans that may or may not be 100%. Another cost of being distracted is resistance. The world of educational leadership has so many variables and ill-defined limitations that thinking through these is a wise approach before adopting new ideas. Many good ideas have found roadblocks from those who have experienced the frustration of investing countless hours towards a change effort that was soon abandoned. Often, cynicism is a well-deserved disposition to experienced educators. It's not positive, but it's a reality of change. Change that does not create improvement. So let's wrap up by talking about two methods to maintain focus as a school. The first, you already know about. It's the mission, the vision, the values and goals of your campus. Having a clearly defined purpose for why you're showing up each day, that's a mission. Where you want to be in the next five years, what the school will look like, sound like, the opportunities you'll offer, that's the vision. And the values, the guiding principles that are going to help you reach that vision and fulfill your purpose, those are your values. Sometimes they're absolute values. Sometimes they're future values, aspirational, something you hope to be. And then your goals. If your mission, vision, values, and goals are such a lengthy list that you can't memorize them, count them on your hand, then they're too long. They are not focused. And if your written intent is not focused, then the actions and the plans that you implement will also have a lack of focus. Now, with a focused mission, vision, values, and goals, this next method can help you stay focused daily. This is the power meeting. It's a meeting that lasts no longer than the amount of time that you can stand up. That is, the meeting is no chairs. We stand and talk. A few questions that can start the meeting are, what's your purpose today? How can I help you get there? Simple. It's direct, it's focused, it's only the information we need to stay focused on the direction the school is heading. Well-thought-out plans stem from well-thought-out mission, vision, and goals.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Again, I'd like to thank the collaborators and educational leaders who made this episode possible. There's a link in the show notes. If you'd like to reach out to them, they're creators, they're thinkers, they're writers, they're consultants, and they inspire me daily. If you'd like to get the improvement planning document, the focused improvement planning document, I'll share that also in the show notes. I hope you found today's episode helpful. If you did, I only ask one thing. Please pass it along. Now let's go out there and make an impact.